Big Mac Chicken McNuggets. No, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese. Or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece chicken McNuggets, juicy quarter pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. What's going on, folks? Thanks for hitting that download button and checking out a brand new episode of Toys and Tech of the Trade, your one-stop shop for toys, tech, and talk with some assembly required. I'm your host, Rich Butler, and if this is your first time checking out an episode, first of all, welcome. Second of all, a bit about what we do here. Toys and Tech of the Trade is an interview series where we sit down with content creators, entrepreneurs, and just kick-ass people on our radar that... What's going on, folks? Thanks for hitting that download button and checking out a brand new episode of Toys and Tech of the Trade, your one-stop shop for toys, tech, and talk with some assembly required. I'm your host, Rich Butler, and if this is your first time checking out an episode, first of all, welcome. Second of all, a bit about what we do here. Toys and Tech of the Trade is an interview series where we sit down with content creators, entrepreneurs, and kick-ass people on our radar and share the gadgets, gear, and tech that they use to create their content run their business, and overall make their lives a little bit easier. When it comes to toys, it's not just action figures, Funko Pops, and things of that nature, but it could be knives, musical instruments, uh, guitars, cars. You'd be surprised what people consider toys, so we use that definition a little bit more broad on this podcast. Before we get into this week's episode, a little bit of housekeeping first. Uh, When you guys check out this episode, it will be released on July 3rd, but it will not be just one episode being released on July 3rd. You will be getting two, uh, one with my guest Preston Hudman and the second with Meg Ammo from Anime Expo. Uh, This is for two reasons. Number one, we wanted to get Meg's episode out in time for Anime Expo which will be happening on the day these episodes hit the internet. And also because we will not be doing an episode on July 17th, uh, I will be traveling probably most of that week. And unless something drastic happens, there may not be an episode released. So we'd rather give you two for the price of one, so to speak. So that's the, the bit of news that I wanted to share with you guys. Second of all, I wanted to thank everyone who submitted their questions for our Q&A episode. I had a blast answering So many of the different questions you guys had, and I want to try and do more of those. So by all means, if you guys have questions, don't wait until we say we're going to do a Q&A episode. Feel free to send them over, and we will definitely build up a nice list of them to answer on a future broadcast. Unless it's something pressing, which, of course, I will answer via email, DM, or etc. Nonetheless, with that said, housekeeping out of the way, let's get into this week's guest. My guest this week is content creator, entrepreneur, and social media consultant, Preston Hudman. Preston and I became acquainted after the re-release of my conversation with Gary Vaynerchuk on the Bro Advice YouTube channel. Uh, Preston made some comments on the video and then reached out to me via Instagram. We've been messaging back and forth since, talking about Google, social media, YouTube, you name it. I wanted to have this conversation with Preston and share it with you guys because there's so much actionable information that Preston shares, as well as a ton of great tools and tactics that he recommends, plus a couple of kick-ass services too. So if you are a brand or you're an entrepreneur or an influencer that's trying to step up their game and really take their social media presence to the next level, definitely turn up the volume and get schooled on some of the tips and tactics that Preston shares. But you're not here for me to give you the hard sell. Let's turn it over to Preston and learn more about the toys and tech of his trade. Preston, what's going on? Thanks for taking the time to sit down with us. No problem. I appreciate it. So obviously, so many businesses now are being driven by social media and social media has pretty much become the backbone of every brand. You've come into this space, not only in a way disrupting it, but also educating people in the process. So how'd you get to this point? Um. I just basically want, I want to help people and I'm a whistleblower. I'm basically a whistleblower. I figured out how to, how social media works. And while everybody else wants to use it and make money off of it by tricking their viewers, 
I'm trying to actually teach my viewers what the truth is and then hoping that they want to continue to follow me because I'm the only source they can get the truth from because everybody else is building their businesses off being dishonest. Right. And today I'm going to show you some people that may or may not be dishonest, you know, make of it what you will, you know, teach his own. But I'm going to show you why it looks the way it looks on my account and why it may look the way it looks on PewDiePie's or why it may look the way it looks on some other people's accounts. If you've ever looked at Social Blade, I'm sure you, you've, you know, been searching for an explanation as to why your followers are dropping. How yes. come your subs are dropping, you know? And that's what I'm going to explain today. Okay. So, uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm actually going to go to Social Blade now so we can, we can go through it together. And anyone who's listening, I'll make sure to put a link to Social Blade in the notes for this episode. So, uh, tell us about Social Blade for those of you that, for those people that don't know, what is it and how is it used? Gotcha. It is basically a, a live subscriber count or follower count for Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And what's cool about that is that you can see exactly how many subscribers or followers you have in real time. So wow. if you actually gain one, it'll it'll go up right in front of your eyes and it'll go down right in front of your eyes if you lose one. So what's cool about that is people like to track how many they lose, who they lose. And for years now, people have getting been getting really upset when their subscribers drop or when their followers drop. And they think that it's YouTube doing something or it's some kind of subscriber glitch that's removing excess subscribers accidentally and things like this when it's none of those things. It's none of those things. It's actually a thing called uh, chain bans. It's when the account is being t so fake that it gets closed down for being fake. Wow. And if you look in the analytics, you'll see that when when you drop subs, if it says closed account, then you know it was because it was considered fake and got closed. Gotcha. Um, if it doesn't get closed, and you see that it was just unsubscribed or unfollowed you. That's a little bit different. That means it was counted as spam. But same thing, you know, your followers are dropping and you got to figure out why it's happening. And it's not YouTube. It's 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 not the website. The website puts up rules that everybody must follow. And the people who are in control of the account, they're breaking the rules too much. And when they do that, they drop. So when you buy a lot of followers, which everybody does, to supplement their actual fan base, you know, they just supplement it, pad it, if you will, with fake ones. Right. And when you do that, many of them do get closed down for being fake. And that's what you see when you see the drop. So when you see everybody just dropping huge amounts of subs or huge, huge amounts of. So when you see on Social Blade that there's red numbers on yep, every I'm day of the them. week yep. instead of green numbers, that's how you know that the person's fake. Gotcha. But if you see green every single day and it's just always going up and up and up. That does look real, and that's what you're going to see when you look at PewDiePie or most professional YouTubers. But I can explain how that's happening as well. It's not because they're organic. It's not that the people with red days are fake and the people with you know nothing but green days are organic. It's just that those people with all green days are buying it every single day. And no matter what, every day they gain more than they lose. So like right now, I'm looking at my own social blade. I can see that on this day, I lost... Uh, 1,053. It says negative 1,053. Yep. Well, if I had gained on that day 1,054, then it would be a positive one green for gotcha. that day. And as long as you make sure to buy more than you lose every single day, you can keep it green like that. Now, with 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 that particular with this, with this particular industry, I mean, this has been something, especially now as we were talking about before, that social media has become such a backbone. Is it, you know, you know, we're talking, this is probably a multi-million dollar industry. Am I correct? Oh, it's got to be more than that. It's got to be, it's a billion dollar industry. I mean, it's, it's the way people get their news. It's the way it's the whole world is based around. It. It's like the core of our era. <laughs> I can't even sound smart right now. No, no, Sorry. no. But what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is that in, in this particular, when people are buying followers and, and subscribers and, and any other particular number that they need for securing advertising etc the right, right. the way that this is being done is that they're like you said they're buying more than they're losing to keep themselves in the green right yeah yeah exactly i mean they got to trend upward they got to make these huge numbers seem real they don't want you to think that it's all fake and you know it's not all fake but the vast majority the vast majority of it is so if you didn't if you believe that you know most of it was fake then it would all fall apart you know gotcha people on the news are saying Oh, this went viral. That went viral. To be honest, viral isn't a real thing. I mean, you can make it go viral. You can pay to have something go viral. Um, I've done it myself. Uh, but you don't want to just 
only buy fake stuff. The whole point is to like start a fire. You're like trying to spark a fire. And once you get some of those real people attracted, then you want to fan the flames and just make the fire as big as possible. But you catch those real people, you get them attracted with the fake stuff. Right. You provide the social proof and you provide the right comments, the right, the right surroundings. And then once people actually take interest in it and fall for it, so to speak, then you do some more tactics to basically fan the flames and get even more people interested. Things like writing your own custom comments and engaging in conversation and building your own conversations that lure other people into the conversation and actually start what turns into a big community, what turns into a big conversation. But it starts with just some tactical purchases of right. services. Um, and that's pretty much it. You do it every time. You upload, you, you get the right concoction together, <laughs> and it starts a spark. Once you get the spark going, then you got a flame and then you fan the flame and you can turn it into an explosive, you know, thing full of real people and fake people. And that is social media. Now, if you go 100 percent organic, you'll never be able to do that. You'll never be able to spark the flame in the first place. You'll just you'll just burn out. You know, you'll get a little bit going, but it won't snowball. It'll never snowball. You'll just you'll get to a certain point and then you'll max out. And then I kid you not for like 10 straight years, you'll just do the same thing (laughs) and you'll never really increase. Well, you know, it, I'm, I'm actually glad that you put it that way. So in, what, you, what you're saying is that you want to kind of craft a, comfort, a comfortable space for a potential real subscriber so that exactly. they can come in there, see the engagement, feel that there's a thriving community, and then they'll subscribe or they'll follow and then they just stay. Now, it's funny that you brought up, um, you know, creating real conversations because what i've noticed also that a lot of people talk about is that sometimes people will subscribe to channels or subscribe to people and they'll even forget that they've subscribed and then next thing you know it's like you have a bunch of people that don't engage and it's just because there's like you said there's nothing that's keeping them engaged with your content well it sounds to me like you're worried about lack of engagement from your subscribers you're worried about again it sounds to me like the problem, which is the Google propaganda out there, man, which is trying to convince you that it's bad to have these, you know, these these subs that don't engage. There's there's nothing wrong with subs that don't engage. Um, OK, because even if they don't engage, they're still considered real. Like just because they don't engage doesn't mean they're considered fake. Um, when YouTube or any of these companies close down an account for being fake, it's because it's done too many actions that look like a botted account or don't look like a real person. But if it hasn't done that and it's still subscribed to you, just because it's inactive is not going to cause the website to think that it's not a human being and close it down. They can't risk closing down real people's accounts. I see. So if it's if it's not closed down, that means they still consider it to be from a real person. And therefore, there's no way they can there's no possible way they can use that against you as if he was a fake thing. You know, he's not fake. Even if he's inactive, he's still a real person. And so. Yeah, there's just there's no algorithm that's punishing you for your followers who don't engage, you know, on Facebook. I have heard of that happening where like I think it's called rank brain. It'll show you to less people if less people engage with your posts, It'll show you to less people in their news feed. But I know it's not like that on any other platform. It's just like that on Facebook's news feed. And I think it's it's unique to Facebook just because Facebook's traffic is all driven from the news feed. It's not driven from a search engine or something like that on on YouTube. Well, that's so. what frustrated so many people, and I'm actually glad you brought that up. That's what frustrated so many people that had, you know, fan pages and thriving communities. And I'm just talking about like with organic uh with an organic fan base because what ends up happening yeah. is uh Facebook goes, they say, "Well, you know, the only way that people are going to see it is if you boost the post or you pay for this or and next thing you know, a person with you know, that cultivated, I don't know, a thousand true fans, yeah. all of a sudden it has their content being seen by 10. Yeah, that's, they they charge you money to access your own fans that you're bringing to their website. Yep. You know, it's so, it's crazy. It is crazy, and and it, they don't do that on any of the other platforms, but they do similar tactics, and some even worse. You know, YouTube's even worse. It doesn't do that tactic, but it's even worse. YouTube wants you to think that it's bad to buy fake subs, and they want you to think that subs that don't engage is bad too. But on YouTube in particular, when a sub doesn't engage, all that means is you don't show up very high in his feed, but you are in his feed. And the feed is just based on what he particularly likes. So even though you're not showing up high in his feed, that doesn't mean you're going to show up low in anybody else's feed. So it's there's no actual way to be punished for having this lack of engagement. And the reason why they want you to think that it's bad is because they don't want you to realize you should be buying them. Because 
if you realize that, then you may just learn that PewDiePie and all his subs are fake and, and the majority is fake. Um, I don't know how many are real and how many are fake. I like to tell people 80% is fake because a lot of it is. Right. But who would have known? It takes 80% of fake to actually convince people to think it's real. It's like, <laughs> if you, it's like if the 80, 20 principle these numbers. You don't believe it. So. It's the, it's the 80, 20 principle, 80%. You're focusing on the 20%, not the 80%. Exactly. It's like 20% of your effort is going to drive, you know, is that how it goes? Yep. 80% of it. Yeah. 20% of your effort is going to drive 80% of your return. So, exactly. so in the, in the case of, of, of purchasing fans or, or purchasing views, Every every platform has a different makeup with regards to that, right? I mean, uh, you know, using using Instagram as an example, you have to obviously there has to be a, a is well, let me rephrase that. Is there a particular ratio that people should strive for if they wanted to start doing this? Yeah, I mean, you want to keep all the metrics in in line. Like, you never want to have way too many likes and no dislikes. You know, you want to make sure it looks real to the people and to the machines. There's software like Hype Auditor. Um, is a really good one. And it's actually the only one I've used, but hype auditor will grade you and tell you how real your fan base is and tell you if your ratios are out of whack, if your patterns are are too spiky, you know, things like that. But, um, a lot of it's just common sense too. Like right now, uh, using me as an example, since it's on the screen right now yep. on Instagram, on a social blade, yep. I've got 300,000 followers, although right here it says 264,000 yep. and you can see like Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm losing a thousand almost every single day. Yep. Absolutely. I see that. So what you're seeing there is you're seeing again, the fakes being closed down right. and the ones that aren't fake are still considered real. But what I'm doing is I'm deciding to make a purchase so that I can make up for all those ones that dropped. Cause you can see after I stop losing them, then it goes Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, where it's green every day. Yep, I just gain I see every that. single day. I yep. see that. Yeah. And, and they're big numbers too, 12,000, 24,000, 2000. So what I'm doing is I'm basically just making up for everything that dropped and then buying even more so that I end up going up even higher. So it produces these dips in these spikes. You can see at the bottom yep, on the I graph, there's, it's just a big long dip and then it spikes up and then it dips and then it spikes. So, and by doing it the way that you're doing it, 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 it allows it to, to keep a realm of, of just natural progression, right? Well, it, it, it's like, it's kind of like the cheapskates route. I mean, if I had the money, I would do it like PewDiePie and I'd make all those red days green, but I just don't <laughs> have that kind of cash. So it's like I'm saving money. Of course. If, if, if you got the money for it, go like PewDiePie. And, and if you type in his name, you'll see that it's green every day. But, and if you, if you look up, I don't know, most big YouTubers, you'll see green every day, but I'm not the only person doing it like this. And just because I'm doing it this way doesn't mean I'm fake and they're real. The people with all green is fake too. They're just richer and can right. afford They just to got make, deeper pockets. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But I'll show you another example. If you go up to the top and you type in World Star, okay, they're using the same tactic as me. They've got seventy. Holy cow. Um, they've got twenty-two million followers. But if you click on their historical data, it's at the top. Yep. You can see that in their prime, they're gaining thirty k every single day. Holy cow! I mean, it's it's literally the maximum that I've ever seen for sale. Yep. And their, and their daily averages are in the negative, which is crazy. I know today. That's the thing is if you go up to the, uh, historical data at the top, you click that, it says legacy. Yep. It'll show you that in their prime, they're gaining 30 every single day, 30 K and they upload 50, 60 times a day. Well, that's because they're buying it and they're in that big spike. But once they stop buying it because hell, they got 22 million and they're like, well, you know, we really don't need 23 million. Let's just take a break. (laughs) So they, they stop. And that's what you see today. All those negatives. That's just it's free falling because when you stop, they start to drop slowly. That's crazy. And, yeah. And, and that's them dropping. I mean, eventually they're going to buy again. And what they'll do is they'll buy to make up for everything that you see dropping here. And then even more so that at the end of the day, they're still going up and up and up. Like right. you'll just suddenly see someday that they will be at 23 million, even though they've been dropping wildly. And the last point that I really want to make to blow these people and just all of this out of the water is notice how they're still uploading 50 times a day. Yep, I see so that. How is it that their content went from convincing 30,000 new people to follow every single day to failing to convince anyone to follow and convincing a 1,000 or more to leave every day? Yep, I see how that. How is that 50 pieces of content now doing that? It's impossible. <laughs> no, they, they, 
when when you put it in in that context and you look at these numbers, you definitely see it um in in a, in a more granular way, especially because like you said, you're putting up 50 pieces of content that auto that automatically attract, you know, 39,000 people in the day every day. <laughs> like that's like that's some you know, that's some CNN big multi multimedia conglomerate type of a strategy exactly. and you know, don't get me wrong. World Star is a is a big is a big brand, but not yep. at that level. You know, I mean, like I said, eighty twenty rule. Like they're they're paying for all that, but I'm sure they are, or when they're buying it, because right now they're not. It looks so bad for them. They're probably not gaining very much organic stuff right now. I mean, they look so fake. But I think at the twenty two million mark, they don't care. But this brings us to the original point here, which is they're getting rid of this because of it. They're yep. getting rid of Social Blade and taking away these numbers that we're looking at, all these red numbers. Because of these red numbers, they're not going to show it to us. They're only going to show us whole numbers. So we can no longer see a live count. We can't watch our count go up by one, down by one. No, they're going to take away the live count so that we can't see all this red. Okay, now why are they doing that? Well, because we're buying this stuff. And when it gets taken away like this, they're stealing our money. You got the people who are selling it saying that it's not their fault. It's the website's fault. Right. <laughs> and they can't help it. It's like, oh, it's not my fault. It's dropping. It's, it's Instagram doing it. That's it. When the truth is, it's them using the account to break the rules so often that it gets closed. Uh-huh. So it's really them doing it. <laughs> it's looking too fake. That's why it's getting closed. If they made it look real enough, it, none would get closed. Yep, they go to the well one time too often and then they get they pick up on it and then they got to close exactly. it. Exactly. So so really it's just a a scam with them making us buy it and taking them away so that we have to outpace it cuz like people will buy this stuff and they'll just buy a 1000 or 2000 and They'll wait like months to buy it again and they'll they'll drop. They'll go away and they'll be like, oh, what was the point? I just lost my money. It's like that because you're not supposed to stop. They make you buy it forever. Right. You got to just keep buying it and buying it. And the more they increase the drop, the faster you have to buy it or else you'll you'll fucking drop. You'll go down, you know, at which so, at which point, though, is is it a, a thing where a, a brand or anybody that's trying to do this you know, what becomes the sweet spot, so to speak, because you were talking about the engagement like right now. And I'm still looking at the world star screen. Like you said, you know, they have, um, you know, they gained a thousand, they gained 1500, but then in the following, I'm noticing that they have very few unfollows, you know, like they have one here, one there, and then it drops one, you know, one day it drops like 600. Oh, oh, oh. well, um, I think you're looking at the following. Yes. Although I'm not sure. Uh, no, no, that, I'm looking them, at following. That's them following other people or something? Yes. Yeah, they they don't follow very often. They only follow like 2,000 people. Right. But I, I just pretty much ignore the following. I mean, some people try a strategy of uh, following nobody and just keeping it set at zero. Uh-huh. But what, what I pretty much just look for is are they going with the tactic A or tactic B? Tactic A is my tactic and Worldstar's tactic where you're going to have dips and spikes because you just buy it and then you stop and then you let it fall because you're broke. And then when you can afford it again, you buy it again and you right. buy even more to kind of just pick up, you know, to just rebound and then go even higher. So you're but, using volume. You're using a volume strategy to yes, offset yes, the losses. It. Exactly. Buy in bulk. Buy when you can afford it, when it's at a good deal, and then just make up for all that loss. But again, if, you, if you've already built a business that is making you money based off of these counts, like PewDiePie, it's almost like the bigger he makes his follower count, the more money he's making. So – because of that, he can afford to make it green every day. Not a day goes by where he doesn't buy more than he is losing. So on one hand, it's it's to convince everybody to want to subscribe, you know, all the real people. But on the other hand, it's just a downright race. It's just a downright race yep. to get as big as you can, as fast as you can. Now, so. now, Anthony, you know, with 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 all this in mind and you showing me this tool, you know, Social Blade being such a yeah, because I'm just blown away at the data that you're showing me here. Right, right. What's stopping a brand that's looking at let's let's say let's use PewDiePie since we're talking about him you know let's say you know Johnson and Johnson wants to uh do a a campaign with him and all of a sudden they go you know they go on social blade and they look up this data what's right. to stop uh, other companies from just doing that and seeing what you're t- what you've been telling people for so long like listen these numbers a lot of this stuff is paid for a lot of it is bogus yeah, yeah you hit it on the head dude i mean if if they got if they're talking to me it's not going to go well for that that influencer because right. I'm going to blow him out of the water. I mean, my whole point with this podcast is honestly to explain this because I'm a consultant 
I want to help businesses and I'm out here watching businesses get fooled by people like PewDiePie, you know, and they should go and use like hype auditor. But the, the problem is PewDiePie has so, got so much money. He can fool every metric yep. like world star has got to be broke or something because they're such a huge brand. I would expect them to be able to afford to pay for it to be green every day. So this makes them look really bad and that is bad. But, um, with PewDiePie, no, uh, software is going to catch him. Like he can make himself look perfect <laughs> across the board. Like if, if I wanted to, I could, well, if, if I could afford it, I right. could get targeted followers from the country. I choose that say what I want, that, just do everything perfect. Yeah, he's untouchable so, at this point, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the metrics the metrics can look any way you want if you got the money. Right. And Worldstar is choosing a cheap, cheap guy's route here, just like me. But guys like PewDiePie don't need to. I would recommend that those advertisers, if they want to pick an influencer and hire an influencer, they should definitely be using Hype Auditor. Hype Auditor will catch most people. Like Hype Auditor give, gives me a bad review, not because my stuff's fake. It says that it's mostly real and it's good, but it's my ratios between my likes and my follower count. I don't have enough likes to look real. Ah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, and that was just my own personal mistake just because, again, I was broke. I don't like buying this stuff. I try to just get as much organic as I can because I just hate buying it. So I just use it to supplement myself, and I just didn't want to buy any more fake ones to get any more real ones. Right. You know? well, I just I, didn't want to be any more fake than I was, but I honestly should have because my ratios are not right. But I'm not out there trying to convince any sponsors at the moment to pay right. me. I'm just trying to do a consulting business, not an influencer marketing business. But if I was doing influencer marketing, I would have to fix those ratios because you got to fix, you got to make sure that Hype Auditor is saying that you're real, saying that, you know, giving you a good grade, basically. So, well, I, I'm actually glad that you're mentioning that because, it, you know, a lot of people, that's the new buzzword. You know, everyone wants to be an influencer. Right. And there's and there's a very, very hard uphill climb for that because you're basically fighting for attention with everyone else. And if the person you're fighting against has deep pockets, like you said, you're not going to be able to get ahead unless you got you buy in as well. Right. Yeah. Influence influencer marketing has been taken over by the social media marketing industry. It's just yep. all about buying stuff. I mean, as soon as you say, I'll pay you 10 cents for every 100 views you get and then you learn how to hack the views. There you go. There goes an industry right there. It's just like. So I, I feel for the influencers out there that are trying to go legit and don't buy anything and are getting small paychecks because they've only got 10,000 followers. And I'll bet their sponsors love them because they've got this small little unique fan base and they don't have to pay them very much because they don't have very many followers. It's like if you were to just keep that brand on the hook, keep your job, but then also supplement it with the fake stuff, but do it in a way that is natural you know, drip, feed it slowly, right. do it real, make sure you keep the ratios tight, make sure you do every service. Then the sponsor is going to think that it's real and have to just pay you more. That's the only difference is he has to pay you more. So that's why it's all about buying the stuff when it comes to being an influencer. And that's why everybody in the world, you know, every Google soldier out there is going to convince you that you shouldn't buy the fake stuff. Well, that's because they're doing it <laughs> and they don't want you to figure it out. So, so yeah. now, now with that said, you know, what you just said about uh, so a person that wanted to, to get into this and wanted to really increase their profile, whether it's for their business or just for, for their own influencer cred, would right. you say that they need to essentially, like you just said, drip feed, but drip feed to each social media platform that they have a presence on? Uh, I would pick one. Like, I, I think you should just pick one and go all the way with it gotcha. because there's, there's two strategies to take. It's, it's like the, the secondary platform or your main platform, your main platform you really should just have a race to a billion type of attitude. It should just be get as far as, and as fast as possible. Don't look back. Don't worry about people thinking you're fake. You know, when you reach a million, nobody's going to remember how you got, you know, 10,000 on your first day. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> like look at world star. Nobody's going back and, you know, questioning them in their 30 K per day. Right. Even now that they're losing nine K every fucking day. But so, you know, it, it's funny because, you know, people just remember your last at bat. And it's like if if everybody's going in there and like you said, you know, they got 22 million followers, world star. It's like, listen, nobody's worried about how you got to the first hundred thousand. Yeah. I mean, pe people are really uptight about looking fake. And again, just because of how Google's put it in your mind that it's so bad and this and that. I mean, if it's your main platform race to a billion, of course, make it look real. I mean, don't cut corners so that it just ruins everything. Like don't buy a million views and no likes. That's a pretty smart idea. Right. You know, you would not want to do that. But as long as you keep some common sense with it and try to make it look, you know, real enough, 
be like me. I don't make it look real enough to the machines. That's why Hype Auditor says I'm shit. But people don't. People think I'm legit. Right. <laughs> they can't tell. Now the but, other th- uh, now the other thing about that is that a lot of people that are coming into this, you know, content is always going to be key as well because it doesn't matter what you buy if your content is crap, it's crap. So that true, doesn't true. help I mean, even, either. Even if you got hella hella big numbers, yep. If you if people just don't like you, yeah, you can be as fake as you want. People are never going to like you. <laughs> I mean, you can force your way in front of people, but you're just going to get more people to unlike you. <laughs> yep. It's it's it, and that's and that was the other thing I kind of wanted to drive home because you know we're talking about. Uh, you know, doubling down and, and, and purchasing and, and putting right. money into the, your metrics. But I also wanted to keep front and center that content is content and you can put as much money as you want into your metrics. But if your content is garbage, it's not going to matter because you're just pissing in the wind at that point. Yeah. For the main, for the main, your main platform, you should go all the way with, you should make it your best effort. You should race to a billion. It should just be your elite thing that you do, but your secondary platforms, I definitely have, uh, a more chill strategy for those like I basically just race to 50k I like to hover around the 50k mark I feel like it's it's a high digit two number digit you know value that's it means more to have 50k than it does to have 15 you know because 15 right. is low well it's you know, like it's somebody told me somebody said I'd rather have a hundred true fans that buy all my products than have a thousand fans that do nothing true true I definitely would rather have a hundred fans that, that buy the products that's for yep. sure no it, <laughs> but uh but but would I rather have a hundred fans that buy products or a million followers that don't buy anything? I'd probably take the million followers just because over time they will get me a hundred fans. Right. <laughs> I, right. Because like you were saying, the engagement, that million engagement will create something where people will be like, huh, this guy's got a pretty thriving community. Let me see what I mean, the yeah, big deal is. Honestly, even the fake stuff is not like, it's not always a hundred percent fake. You will get some engagement out of the, out of the fake stuff you buy. It's not like it's all just a hundred percent robot. Right. Uh, so, some of it is, but, but you will get some engagement out of that. And if you, if you do it right, if you're also getting comments, if you're also getting likes, if you're also writing good comments, that's going to show actual engagement besides just the big follower count, besides just the big counts. When you do it all, all together, it convinces people to believe it and interact. And then you just swoop in with a shill or a homie or yourself or an alternate account and you just carry the conversation and just kind of create it from there. But you, you, you want to attract real people because – that's the name of the game. Of you course. just have to use fake stuff to do it. You do. Now, now, now I got to ask you this with, with all these different platforms out there. Um, is there platforms you prefer more than others? Definitely, 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 definitely. And I base that on how much the platform is removing the followers. Like, I see. It's, it's a mixture of the people creating the accounts, breaking too many rules, but some platforms have really relaxed rules. And that means followers never drop. Gotcha. So if you do buy them, it's a good investment because they're just there forever and you don't have to race against the clock. You know, it's not like they're being stripped from you and you have to buy so many so quickly that they can't be stripped from you fast enough. Cause that's basically what's going on on Twitter. I mean, on, 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 yeah, on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube. Yeah. On Twitter. Definitely. I know that that's been a thing only because sometimes, you know, th- there'll be someone you're following that you're just casually following. And they all of a sudden they go from, you know, 500 followers to, you know, 10,000 followers in the span of 30 days. And I'm like, listen, most of your tweets are pretty mundane and pretty, pretty regular. I don't know what you're putting out there. That's getting those numbers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when, when you, when you actually go and you start buying it yourself, it depends on how high up the totem pole you can get because all the sellers out there are just middlemen. They're taking your link and they're giving it to a guy who's selling it cheaper. And then he's doing the work, or maybe he's not, maybe he's giving the link to another guy and then he's doing the work and each one's just taking a cut of your money. So you're paying a lot up front, you're like, you're paying the street level price, which is the most you can possibly pay. And then your link is getting passed through a bunch of hands until it gets to the actual guy delivering the order who's charging the least amount of money because he's got tons and tons of customers. He's like the guy in Cuba, you know, in the mansion selling the cocaine or something like a yep. drug lord versus all the, all the, all the street guys hands. Yep. Like it, when it gets to the street level guy, you got people out there, these middlemen on eBay and whatnot out there just being middlemen selling it to the street level guy making a profit that way you know taking the middle portion of the money so i guess uh my i forgot what my point was but my point was they uh the money changes hands they're all middlemen so you basically want to get as high up the totem pole as you can that means you get the cheapest price and that takes investigating that's how i got to where i'm at i just started investigating google investigating buying this stuff figuring out how to hack it how i can do it myself how to do it and i just found where to get this stuff so cheap 
that I've I've must have found every website in the world that sells likes and followers. And I know which one sell it the cheapest. So I can go to one website like eBay or Amazon. I can list it for 20 bucks and then I can always just take their money, take their link, go to my secret guy who charges four dollars. Right. And then I made just made 15 bucks. Oh, yeah. That's that's big business. You know, nobody nobody should be mad at that, because at the end of the day, it's no different than being online at 2 a.m. to buy a pair of sneakers, taking the sneakers and reselling them on eBay for a thousand. Same thing is drop ship like drop shipping is a big thing now on eBay. It's just Uh, like drop shipping. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I, I'm agreeing with you. Drop shipping. Everything is a hustle. I mean, I've been watching, a, I, I don't know if you've heard of retail arbitrage, like where people go into like Dollar Tree and buy stuff and then flip it on Amazon, drop sure. ship or eBay for more money. The thing I like about drop shipping is that you can, you, you can sell any item basically. Whereas people that sell likes and followers are only limited to likes and followers. And I don't know if you've been on eBay to like actually buy this stuff, but they charge a lot of money. That's another reason why I don't like buying it. Like I have good connections, so I I don't pay as much as the average guy pays. I get a good deal. And the the better the connections you have, the better deal you get. But I don't like going to anybody that's not the source. Like I don't like going to a middleman, right? And the the thing is the public's not allowed to know who the source is. I don't even know who it is. So I'm forced to go to a middleman no matter what. It's just a middleman who um, is – I think he's the next guy in line to the source. Like the guy making the account and then the guy who sells it to me. His number two. He's the source's number two. So like people come to me all the time and want to buy stuff because I know that guy so close to it and I can give better deals. So I do that sometimes when people want to just because I can. But it's the same thing when my friends want pot. You know, I just say, hey, if I'm getting a bag here, I'll get I'll get you a 10 bag, whatever. Right. No, I, I, the, the thing about it is I think that, you know, with a tool like this, like Social Blade or like Hype Auditor, what what's stopping like companies from – not squashing something like social blade because at the end of the day when you peek behind the curtain and see the truth like you said before you're going to realize it's all a lie or or it's a shill and at that point it's in a way it's it's kind of peeling back that curtain you know it's like the wizard of oz it is like we're already at the point where people are starting to figure it out and get freaked out and i figured it out four years ago and i'm screaming at every at, at everybody but people are starting to get it and that's like dangerous because that means they're, they're allowing their their scam to be caught like that means we might be getting to a point where they've got an end game planned or something right they're, they have a get out of jail free card or something they got something planned because the shit will eventually hit the fan and they've prepared for that no doubt so the more people learn how fake this is you're going to see more things like them taking away social blade so we can't see the numbers at all yep that way they can take even more away from us like look at all these red numbers you know on world star like every day losing five hundred four thousand you know, every single day, they're going to increase that so that they're just stealing even more of our money. And guess what? We can't even see it happening. Well, I and remember, I remember oh, on sorry. Twitter, there used to be those companies that used to automatically do like the follow Friday post for you. If you remember oh, yeah, yeah, those, yeah. there's definitely bots like that, yep. that um, follow bots and stuff. But what I'm talking about, like these explosive growths, yep. like you don't got to follow anybody for that. Like, like you said, when you just gain 10 K like overnight or something, that is just coming from botted accounts. But what what's trippy is that they want to take as many as away from, away from us because it's stealing our money. But when they take the live count away, the fact that nobody can see these numbers and can only see whole numbers makes it easier for the rich people to buy as much as they want without even making it look real. Like PewDiePie has to buy it every single day to make it look green every single day, right? But when we don't, when we can only see whole numbers, he won't have to do that anymore. Right. He won't have to buy it every day because nobody can see every day. People can only see these whole numbers, so he won't have to buy it every day. He can look fake and just buy it whenever he wants, and it's it's easier to look real because it's harder to to look fake. See? Right. So they're making it harder to get caught and making it easier to buy it and get away with looking real. However, they're at the same time stealing of as, as much of it as they can from us without letting us see it. Yeah, because so by hiding all up. that data, no, and and you raise a valid point because by hiding all that data. You're preventing people from getting smarter. They want to keep everybody dumb because they know that it'll force people to go through these extreme lengths to become socially relevant. And then for at at the stake of becoming socially relevant, they damage their business in the process, which is what you've talked about before. Well, the the damage comes from not understanding like the strategy you're going to use on social media. Like I said, there's two strategies. You got your main strategy, which is race to a billion. I mean, there's no damage involved. It's like you're damaging yourself. If you're still not at a billion, 
What time is it? Are you at a billion? No. Right. Well, then you're damaging yourself. <laughs> okay. It's just like, make the numbers go up as fast as you can afford. That's the name of the game. If you can afford to make it go faster, do it. Um, but on my secondary platforms, I like to play this get to 50K, use it for my business kind of strategy, use it as like a landing page or something that make, makes me look good. Right. And I chill at 50K just because I think it gives you enough credibility and it keeps you high enough to where you can survive the drop. If you're, if you're at 10K, the drop is so bad that you'll get knocked down to zero before you know it. Right. But if you're at 50K, you can handle some drop. And then by the time it gets too dangerous, you can afford to put some more in, you know? So that's why I think it's smart to just hang out around 50K if you're not going all the way with it. But there's really only only those two strategies. You're either going to make it look a certain way so that you, you can use it for your business. And that's usually not your moneymaker. That's just something to supplement your right. actual business. But your main account that you're driving to a billion, you have to learn how to flip that into money. You know, what's the point of getting a million followers if nobody's going to pay you to have a million followers? 100%. So, yeah. So it's just you got to pick a strategy. If you go all the way with it in your business, then you're going to be like uh, like one of my clients that I do consulting for. Right. Um, they basically ask me what they should do. I tell them and they do it. <laughs> and sometimes that does involve buying stuff. Like I manage all of their numbers. If I see that their numbers are out of whack or that they're getting too much of something, I correct it. And that's why I buy it. Because right. if you have the ability to manipulate every number, then there's no reason. There's never an excuse why it shouldn't be done right because you can manipulate it and fix it when you need. Hundred percent. That's sort of there for pretty much. I did. I did want to ask you one other thing before we we go into the next part of the interview. Where do you stand with you know some of the 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 tried and true stuff like SEO or uh, collecting emails for newsletters? Do you still think that that stuff is viable? Hell yeah, hell yeah. Okay. I think uh, email lists are huge. I mean, everybody should have an email list. Um, just every phone number, every contact is all the information because every, every email, every phone number, that is a way to contact somebody and you can pitch them anything you want. And right. the best way to make money on social media is to just go out and pitch yourself to people, convince them to pay you for whatever it is you got. Yep. Um, that's how I did it. My clients that pay $400 a month are ones that I went out and just sweet talked into it. Right. Um, just by explaining things like social blade, explaining things like, the, the uh, buying YouTube views, which is bad for you, which I'm going to go into maybe maybe on this talk or maybe on a future show. I wanted to talk about buying YouTube views, but basically I'm a consultant and I know how to navigate the land basically and avoid all the landmines that Google has out there. And which are plenty. <laughs> yeah, which, which are plenty. And that's pretty much it. And if a brand really wants to go all the way with it, then you go all the way with it. They're racing to a billion. They're paying me 400 bucks a month for, you know me to keep all their metrics growing uphill, you know, uphill. So as and long as we're getting real followers coming in and as long as they're paying, I'm never going to let a single stat look bad to no, anybody. But, you know? And because you're committed at the, at the end of the day, that's the other thing too. You're not just taking people's money, uh, pressing a button and letting it, letting it churn and burn for itself. You're monitoring the metrics. You're making adjustments. You're course correcting as you go. That's why you're being paid what you're being paid because that's yeah. the expectation. I'm literally fanning that flame. Like the fake stuff just gets it started. Right. And then you gotta, you gotta send more fake stuff, but you gotta do it tactically. It's like, okay, I just did my likes. Now I gotta send some comments because that guy just commented. So I'm gonna reply to his comment and then I'll, I'll make it look like another guy jumps in and talks to him too. And I'll just strike up a conversation. You strike up one conversation and then I guarantee some other natural real commenter will join in. They always do. And once you got two real people talking, it just blows up from there. Right. It just does. So it's all people just have to see it and believe it. If they see it and believe it, they will have fun taking part in it. And it's like a little trick that you do every every post. You just trick that thing to start happening. Well, and, I tell people all the time, you know, to strive to to engage on social media. Like you said, I mean, you know, respond to every comment, respond to every DM. Exactly. Now, take that to the next level of using bots to do it automatically or to yep. do it like one person. I can I can appear as like five different people. And if you can do that, you're not just tricking one guy into talking to you. That tricks hella other people to joining. And then you can just leave and they're all talking by themselves at that point. Yep. You just yeah. stand back and let it let it play out at that point. Exactly. It's it's truly a growth hack. It's truly like a, a scammy little trick. Like like when you're trying to sell something outside of the store, you get your friend to pretend like he's buying it so that other people are interested. I That's mean, what you do. But you know <laughs> what? I don't even want to call that scammy because let's be honest. I mean, I know plenty of people that sell on eBay and they'll sell, they'll tell somebody, Hey, can you bid on this for me to get it up? Because I don't want to sell it for this price. 
like exactly or feedback you know right. you can't even get nowhere without one feedback exactly. i always gotta fake my first feedback or else nobody will buy shit <laughs> exactly and i think i think you know like like i wouldn't even call it scammy because think about this in any store you go into hey you know this store is doing a clearance sale because of yeah. x and the same stuff that was on clearance is automatically back at a regular price they just wanted to get you in the door to buy more stuff so at the end of the day if we wanted to if we wanted to be really uh um, you know, real analytical yeah. about it. We're getting scammed everywhere we go. If that, if that's the case, right? True, true. No, this is this is like the whitest of lies. You know, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it, so, it is truly fair sport, and I, I don't feel super bad for the people on social media who are failing just because all they're failing to is they're failing themselves. You need to listen to crazy people like me because I'm honest and I'm I'm not rich and famous. And if I was rich and famous based off these lies, I'd probably be lying to you right now. But I'm not. There you go. You know, so I just I got nothing to gain or lose, you know, whereas they have something to lose. They've built businesses on top of lies. And once you do that, you can never go back. So I'm trying to, like, build a business off exposing their lies. And that's really hard because nobody likes the negativity. I'm trying to flip it in a way where it's like, look, I'm not being negative. I'm saving you from damaging your own business because you can't trust these people. (laughs) And I also like the fact that you you're marketing yourself obviously and and I like the word you used before being a whistleblower because a lot of people that start these businesses nobody's sitting them down and telling them hey this is what you have to look forward to what they're doing is they're spreading themselves too thin jumping in on every social media platform that's out there oh I got to get on Snapchat oh I got to get here I got to get there and it's like that's they're great grinding grinding you know? they're just yep. grinding too much yep and and at the end of the day like you said before and I want to drive that message home to the listeners it's like find a platform Whichever one you enjoy, whichever one you feel you're going to be able to to to, to work the easiest, and just exactly. double it's down be on your it. love. You know, you got to really be into it. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it's a. Super I, true. I think that's a good way to to segue into the next part of our interview, which is the hot seat series of rapid fire questions, um, covering a few different things. Uh, you can you know, it, it's not just relegated to what we've discussed, but just a lot of personal stuff, tech stuff, and you know, even the toy stuff that we were talking about. So. I, I want to start with something you were saying in in one of our conversations uh, where you were equating uh, this this industry to Call of Duty and the kill ratio. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, I, I love that analogy. So I got to ask, obviously, uh, you're a gamer. Uh, what's your favorite game of all time? It's got to be Black Ops 2, man. Okay. Hands Why is down. that? Why is that? Why is it? Uh, it's the only Call of Duty game I ever got into. I played it for like five years straight. It's what got me into YouTube. I started out as a Call of Duty YouTuber, so wow. it's definitely because of that. <laughs> that that's pretty awesome, man. So you were a game streamer first, huh? Yeah, I, did, I didn't stream. I just made uh, trolling videos. I was just <laughs> talking shit and playing the game pretty much, but I was really good. So I was a high-score gameplay you know, player. I was getting 50-plus in TDM and shit like that. Nice. Um, obviously, you're, you, know, you run your business at home. Uh, what hardware do you uh you know what's your 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 daily driver for your cell phone uh cell phone i got samsung galaxy s7 it's got a 4k camera on it nice gotta have the 4k but other than that i'm not too picky as long as it's 4k you know it's good enough camera for me there you go and Uh, and you're using that to create the bulk of your content too right uh yeah that i I do a lot of screencasting on my desktop when i'm doing tutorials but for everything like on instagram and most all my videos yeah it's just my phone and all the, uh, you know, you, you do like some music videos, you do some really cool content. You're doing all that editing on your desktop or you're doing that editing mobile also? I'm doing, I'm doing the editing on desktop. I keep my phone on me at all times, you know, next to the computer. So I'm using both all the time, but okay. I definitely do the editing and the bulk of the work on the desktop. What are you using to edit? Um, Sony Vegas. Oh, nice. I, I was a big Sony Vegas user back in the day. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. I mean, I haven't upgraded like the newest version in a long time. I think it's 13 pro 13 i don't know which one's out yep now they're up to 16 now yeah, yeah all right um when you start your day what's the first place you go to on your phone wait i'm sorry one more time when you start your day and you unlock your phone what's the first place you go to instagram dms <laughs> okay nice <laughs> gotta see gotta see what the customers and clients want you know maybe they're like you know just to see uh what's what's changed you know I, i'm managing all these accounts and they'll see stuff they like or don't like or if not that, I just like, you know, checking in with them and just telling them how yesterday went, you know, and all the stuff that I did for them or whatever. Gotcha. Things like that. What's uh, one website you like to recommend to people often? Uh, TubeHomie.com is a good one. Uh, if if you're going to try to dip your toes in buying this stuff for the first time, um, just because I know the people that work there. 
and they'll definitely give you the real stuff. Like it's the one place you can go where you'll never, ever, ever get in trouble for buying fake stuff. Like Instagram sometimes will warn you that you shouldn't be buying fake stuff and they'll, they'll even ban you. But any of those threats are just unnecessary when you're going to two pomi. Like they do not sell anything that could ever damage you. So I like going to them just because I don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. Gotcha. What's your favorite piece of tech besides your phone and your computer? Jeez. Um, <laughs> piece of tech? Yeah. Uh, I guess it'd probably be my capture card, even though I haven't used it in a while. Nice. Okay. And uh, what kind of card is that? Uh, Elgato. Nice. The, the old one. I'd like to get the new one, but it's too expensive, man. It's yeah, great. it's it's definitely up there. Um, People always have a lot of fun with this. What's one item that you've purchased recently that's less than $100 that's made your life easier or more enjoyable? What's that software? What software did I just get? What am I using? Um, I would say Social Blue Book. Social Blue Book is really helpful. Um, they give you They give you one free month token. So if you do sign up to them, I think you can get one free token to use for the month and you can use it on any platform of your choice and it will tell you how much you are worth on that platform. So it costs five bucks a month after that. And I do pay for it just, just when I'm, when I, when I need to, because if I'm trying to get a sponsor deal going on, or if I'm working with a client, sometimes I'll have to have that, that number available. And because I'm gaining so many followers so fast, um, it, it goes up a lot from month to month. So like last month I was worth like $3,000 this month. It'll probably be like $4,000. So I have to keep checking it for that reason, but oh, it'll actually cool. tally up all your likes and all your comments and everything and tell you how much you are worth to do a dedicated post. So a sponsor can pay you to make a post for them and that's what they should pay you. And it's actually like an unwritten rule. Like when you're working with sponsors, it's just an unwritten rule that they should pay you what social blue book says. So oh, wow. that's why I just, it's, it's like the best five bucks you could probably spend on social media. That's very awesome, man. That's an awesome piece of, of advice. Definitely. Um, what's a favorite toy or collectible from your childhood? Oh man, I I was a big Star Wars collector. I probably I, I got um what was his name Wedge Wedge Antilles, the freaking super old toy, like the one before the nineties ones. You know, like the seventies. Yeah, yeah, ones, yeah. Man, I got the Wedge. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty tight. And I got Stormtrooper Luke on the the one that came in the cereal box. Oh wow, yeah, that one's a good one. And a whole bunch of others, man. I'm a huge toy buff. Awesome, that's very cool. Um, if you can have dinner with someone dead or alive who would it be what would you talk about and what would you eat who would it be what, okay it'd be pachai it'd be the ceo of google oh um, right <laughs> be, i didn't know that for sure it'd be him uh, what would you and, ask and him? What, what, what would i eat uh something like childish chicken tenders chicken nice. nuggets something like that <laughs> and what would you what would you want to talk about uh i would want to talk about world domination there you go that's a that's a, that's a hell of a way to do it exactly what it would be that works for me okay um that's gonna wrap up the hot seat one uh one last question to to close out the segment um where do you want to see yourself or your business one year from now ceo of google i want to get in that chair man i want sundar to just hand the keys over (laughs) nice no no realistically i I would like to work for google someday it kind of is a goal of mine but I think for me and my business, I'm going to still be working with clients and doing the consulting thing and managing social media accounts. I'm going to be doing Spotify and making more music just because I've kind of been sucked into the music biz. I just like it a lot. I just, I'm not even a musician, but I like the platform Spotify so much and I like the way it works so much and I like hacking it so much and I like the royalties that I can hack from it so much that I'm just going to become a musician because I figured why the heck not? So there you go. Uh, Expect to see a lot of streams, a lot of listeners, and a lot of bad white boy rap. <laughs> hey, man, I, I, I definitely I'm going to keep an eye on that for sure. Um, yep. Last last part of the interview, we like to just give value to our listeners. Reach one, teach one. Um, somebody who's starting out just getting their brand off the ground, whether it's a, a, a brick and mortar business or a social media business. What's one piece of practical, actionable advice you'd want to give them? I would say to stay on theme with, you know, the whole topic of this is don't be scared of buying followers, buy followers in bulk one time, dip your toes in it, but don't just go and buy a thousand because what's going to happen is you're just going to lose them. And then it'll be like, Oh, I wasted my money. And then you just go out and explain to people how it's a bad idea when really you just don't know what you're doing. What you want to do is just drop one big dollar amount one time on a bulk order, get like 50 K right. And Hey, 
if you have a bad experience, don't do it again. But I'm willing to bet you will have a good experience and you will see the value in making it go even higher because you will be able to afford it, whereas you wouldn't be able to afford it if you if you went slow, if you went 1K at a time, because the drop is so crucial that it just destroys you. But if you buy in bulk, I'll give you one more example. If you buy 10K and over the course of a month, you lose 5K, you're going to feel like you lost half your money. But if you buy 50K, that doesn't mean you're going to lose 25K over the course of a month. You're probably going to lose the same 5K, maybe 7K, maybe 8K. But you see how 8 out of 50 is not that bad, whereas 5 out of 10 is terrible. So that's why you want to buy in bulk at least once to just outpace the drop. And once you outpace the drop and you get some distance between you and zero, then you just start to learn how the business works and you turn into a pro instead of a noob <laughs> over time, basically. Nice. That's a that's an awesome piece of actionable actionable intel for, for our listeners to, to definitely look for. Um, if people wanted to hire you for consulting or get in touch, where could they find you? Uh, they can call me at 253-797-5093 or they can email me or they can go to my website, PrestonHudman.com and send me a message. Yep. Um, email is Preston at PrestonHudman.com. My Instagram is really popular. It's got a few hundred thousand followers, so I'm always on there. So, you know, I'm very active. So if you ever want to shoot me a DM on Instagram, it's at Preston Hudman. And that's pretty much it. Awesome. Preston, I really I'm glad we actually got to have this conversation. And I'm very grateful to share the toys and tech of your trade. Hey, me too, man. Thanks for having me. That wraps up our conversation with Preston Hudman. Links to Preston's social media accounts will be in the show notes for this episode. We will also include links for the tools and services that we discussed and there will be links to the toys and tech we discussed as well. Full disclosure, as always, some of those may contain affiliate links, which if you click or use to make a purchase, we will receive a small commission, which, of course, goes towards giving you guys a better experience, whether it's on the podcast network, on the website or via our YouTube channel. If you want to keep up with Rageworks, whether it's myself or the brand, you can find links in the show notes for this episode. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, you know the deal. <laughs> Check the links in the show notes for that stuff. Last but not least, if you enjoy what we do here, please take a moment and rate us on iTunes. We would really, really appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation with Preston Hudman. Be on the lookout for a second episode on July 3rd since we will not be doing an episode on July 17th. Thank you guys for checking us out. Hope you enjoyed it. See you next time. Peace.
With the new iPhone SE for less than 100 bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming. Hey, Mom. Hi, dear. The iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for $99.99 after rebate redemption and six months of service with AutoPay. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and full plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com.